This is the Media Week Industry Podcast from the people at mediaweek.com.au. The next episode of Australian Crime Stories we're going to be talking about is the Queen of Con. I'm joined by executive producers Jerry Coy and Brian Cockerell. Is this a story of, as I think, as Jodie Harris? Is this one of the more recent tales? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. This, of this season? Yeah, yeah. Well, look, at um, she really began this. Jodie Harris is probably Australia's most accomplished, or well, was probably Australia's most accomplished con woman. She got her start very young, um, committing crimes from a very young age, and then had an incredible spree through her mid to late 20s where she was just stealing identities and stealing money up and down the eastern seaboard. Um, She was a one-woman crime spree, uh, and that was in around 2006. Um, So, yeah, quite a recent story. But a a great story, too, of, of, in the end, a great story of redemption. You've got them because there's uh, amazing... You talk to the Qantas... um Employee who sat beside Jodie on a flight and she managed to lift, I think, her driver's licence and subsequently take money out of her account. So I'm hoping it's a little harder to uh, steal someone's identity in the years since then. But um, how did you come across her, Jerry? Um, oh, well, going through archive research and she had been interviewed at the time, so we touched base with her. But um, Jodie... Did I mean, yes, things have changed. There is more security in place for um, banks. And, I mean, we've got some amazing archive vision of her in a bank convincing, you know, she's convinced the bank teller that she is... Was it Leah Jury? I'm not sure in that that case, but she was... But her skill, I mean, I don't think... There's no... I don't think any bank would be able to to stop someone with her incredible skill because she was able to... Bank tellers are there to try to help the customer, and she would come in and be able to. This Win is their inc- trust, convince yeah, them and that ex- she was this person, even though she looked nothing like them. Yeah, it was extraordinary bit of footage where, in the bank teller in there trying to sort of help this customer out, actually turns the screen around to show Jody the screen, and, the and so in that circumstance, she might not actually. She and she apparently had an incredible head for numbers, so she'd be able to just see. So she'd be scanning that whole page, yep. taking any numbers, names, yep. bing bang boom, and she'd yeah. and sometimes as well where then she'd not only would she take someone's identity and steal from their bank account, but then she'd keep know pretty much bank. Um, their their, their procedures. So you you know she might rip you off and then know that they're going to send you a fresh um, American Express card, and then she'd ring back a few weeks later saying, "Hi, it's Jody here from American Express. Just want to check that your new card's working fine. Can you read me those numbers?" Oh. And then she'd boom, she'd she'd have them again. But yes, we had uh, Leah Jury who yes yeah, sat on a plane with her and had ten thousand taken from her of in five thousand dollar installments. Yeah, yeah. Um, because she knew that that level could go undetected for a little while. We also, a girl I know who had a shop in Double Bay, was also ripped off by um, Jodie. But she would, she told me the story, but wouldn't go on camera. As Leah, who did go on camera, another victim said, "You know, you feel so stupid. That's why you know it's hard to get people to talk about what they endured." But um, my mate that was an, another victim that wouldn't speak said that she stole her wallet cleaned out her bank accounts managed to clean out her parents bank accounts as well so whether they were linked or not 
and then did it a second time, rang her back and said, look, it's American Express here, just want to check, you know, we know what you've been through here, we're just going to check a few details and cleaned out the bank accounts again or access more money. So, you know, she was very, very clever at what she did and she did um, assist Victoria Police when she was arrested with the securities of how she did some of her deeds. Yeah, she did a video which um, is apparently used uh, by a fraud squad uh, to, you know, to be try and keep ahead of con women like herself. Yeah. Familiar face, um, Jack the Insider is... Um, Peter Hoisted. Peter Hoisted yep. in this, this episode. And he looks like he's sitting in a courtroom. Yeah, the- well, we, we filmed that at um, the Police and Justice Museum in Sydney. Okay. So a lovely spot to film. <laughs> um, yeah, Very nice and quiet. Yeah. The, um, it's a nasty crime too, this sort of... Uh, identity fraud theft. and identity theft, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, because... Taking it- person's money. But mm. you... you you got a feeling that people get punished very badly for it or are they sort of out again after a, a little while? Uh, well, Jody spent a, a, got hit pretty hard because it was, I think, some <clears throat> phenomenal number of, of uh, charges, 163 or something off the top of my head. So she cops it pretty hard, but a lot of, as you... She was also very clever that in most cases she was only taking small amounts from people, which make it very difficult for the police to follow it if, you know... And so this was... It needed to be a coordinated case put together by both Victoria and New South Wales police to catch her, which is an extraordinary story of of how they finally trap her in in Sydney um, through great coordinated work between two police forces. New South Wales Police and Victoria Police. Mm. So we go through detail of exactly how they coordinated her Mm. arrest, which is a great story too. Um, Just... Just as an aside, too, that it's something that impacts on all your episodes, I guess. How hard or how easy is it to get CCTV footage? I mean, what are the rules there? Has it got to be stuff that police have have released? released? Yes, absolutely. Well, we're very conscious of that. Um, So, yeah, in this circumstance, we only use material that has been put out into the public. Um, uh, And, yeah, because... Yeah, you don't want to actually, for example, in you don't want to give away anything in terms of police procedures or give away anything that perhaps in the, the video of Jody doing her business, you don't want to give away tips to someone else who can study it and go, oh, wow, there you go. That's, that's how you can rip off someone's identity. Mm-hmm. We would have loved to have got our hands on the video that she assisted Victoria Police with showing how she did her deeds, but... You know, then that would have given people clues. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, so, yeah, they weren't willing to release. And that. did did you uh, approach her at all? See so if she was. Oh pre- yeah. Prepared to sort of. Yeah, and I'm, her mother. Told, yeah, we made an approach to so the her family. mother. Was um has been convicted in the past, but seems to have turned a life right. Yeah, she she's has. now a very high profile um, lawyer and also a, a spokesperson for women in prison in Queensland. She's done an amazing job of turning her life around. In fact, the whole family have. Um, I think it's a really great story that you know you can break the cycle, um, and also in Jody's case too that she. Uh, since her last um, arrest uh, in 2000 and when she was arrested 2006, she did her time and she's not been seen by anyone in in police circles. She's been off the radar. So 
um, you know, that's a great thing. I think yeah. hopefully she's turned her life around and realised that, you know, this was not the way to go. But this is their past and they weren't willing to talk to us, so yeah. that's fine as well. We're yeah, still able to tell the story. I guess. Yeah. 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 Alrighty, that's uh, Episode 9, Season 4, Australian Crime Stories, The Queen of Con. <laughs>